For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Yeah, fascinating reading over the weekend. The NRL and AFL's rich list. Fascinating, well, because we are all interested, aren't we? Are we voyeuristic? Are we just curious as humans? But as I just told you before, I'm old school. Jury's out for me on disclosing an athlete's salary. The numbers were there over the weekend and for both codes. What does it mean, though, going forward? Besides the eye-watering amounts, the telephone numbers for some of the players, what, what do they actually tell us? Well, the best man to dissect this is my great mate from the Courier Mail, the publishers of The Rich List, and you can find it at rich100, that's the number, rich100.com.au. Crash Craddock, a very good morning to you, Crash. I didn't see your name on The Rich List. <laughs> no, I came in uh, unofficially at number 794. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's good. You beat, you beat me. I was probably, I'm, I'm four. I'm 1,092, <laughs> maybe, even. <laughs> and both of us had red arrows, as in going downwards towards <laughs> retirement. But look, Ben, it is an interesting exercise. What we found in the newspaper industry, in the media industry, is people are fascinated by what people earn. And it's an amazing thing where it's caused so much debate at the rich list, as you said, on rich100.com.au, if people still want to read it, as in who's overrated, who's overpaid, who should be getting more. And the comparison between the codes too, Ben, I, I think you'd agree that dollars mean more in rugby league. Dollar debates mean more in rugby league because we've seen guys yeah. like uh, Anthony Milford, Ash Taylor, uh, and also um, Fafita, David Fafita, gets saddled with the million-dollar man tag, which has been a ball and change room. In a way, it's not really an AFL, is it? They don't no, talk money as much. And you're right. I was having a look at that. Where, And again, I'm, I'm, I'm a hypocrite in a way because I, I don't think player salaries should be publicised, not in a team event, not in a team of sport. And we'll go into that a bit later. But when you have a look at the numbers, there are nine... AFL millionaires, players who earn over a million dollars a season. And NRL, it's eight. So it's, it's, it's comparatively, they're the same numbers. But you're right, we throw more weight on the NRL millionaires. Is it because it's the working class game and, and, and heaven forbid someone earns a living from this game? Yeah, and there is a little bit of that, Ben. But I also think it's because in the NRL, the Salaries seem to leak out uh, better than they do, or worse, if you if you don't want them leaked out, yeah. more than they do in the AFL. In other words, everyone knew that Anthony million, Anthony Milford was a million-dollar man, whereas in the AFL, th- there's just that little bit of grey area about it, whether a guy's getting nine fifty or whether he's getting a million dollars. They're kept much more secret, and, and they're, they're harder to get. I know the boys had to really dig and dig for weeks and weeks and weeks to get what they felt was figures that were on the button. So, but you're right. Um, it, it's been fascinating. I always reckon in rugby league, you've made it as a million dollar player when no one calls you a million dollar man. Like no one called Jonathan Thurston or Cameron Smith million dollar men because their salary didn't matter. Everyone just assumed, yes, they're worth that much. <laughs> so, but as soon as they call you, like David Fafita gets that tag all the time and it's a, a tag of derision, isn't it? Saying he's not worth yeah. it. Yeah. Crash, I want to break down some numbers with you very shortly, but let's go to the open line now. Damien has phoned through 131355. Damo, morning. 
Yeah, good morning. Um, yeah, I disagree with you on this one. Sorry, because, yeah, people like Crash mentioned, people like Milford and, um, yeah, Jack Bird, Matt Lodge. I think, are we still paying Matt Lodge at the Broncos? I mean, yeah, we are. Yeah, I think, I think fans have a right to know. They, you know, we pay money to watch them play. So, um, if someone's getting paid well, three times what they're worth on a five year deal when they should be on, you know, a lot less over, say, maybe only two years, then, yeah, I think the fans have a right to know. Absolutely. Damo, well, thank, thank you for the call. Yeah, Crash, go. Well, look, I have to say, I really get Damien's point there. Like, Matt Lodge is probably one of the most overpaid players, and he is getting money for th- from three clubs. Uh, he, the Broncos, yes, they are still paying him. The, uh, the Auckland Warriors paid out his contract, so mm. he's not statist- actually getting money from him right now, but he had a recent settlement, and, of course, now he's gone to the Roosters, and they're paying him as well. And it all adds up to a very hefty fee of just less than a million dollars. Now, I get Damien's point in that it's, you know, uh, there aren't too many negatives to publishing salaries. It's commonplace in America. They can't believe in the United States system that we don't publish salaries all the time. Crash, I I guess it keeps boards accountable or the recruitment staff accountable because if you're getting a big-name player and, sorry... If you're getting a player on big bucks and you've outlaid that money, now there is a expectation they will perform and live up to that. So have boards spent wisely? And again, I use the example, if you're a member of a club, be it NRL or AFL, you're paying your hard-earned and you're hoping that the board makes the right decisions as far as recruitment is concerned and signing off on these big-ticket salaries. So I, I get it in that sense. But let me put this story to you that Wally Lewis tells often when he went to play in the UK all those years ago and he was on £100,000 which was big, big money back then he'd have prop forwards throwing him the ball on the second tackle going you hit it up £100,000 man, you're getting way more than me you do some work and that's not Wally's job to be hitting it up and taking a ruck taking a ruck up, his job is to be the paymate, so it can cause disharmony among teams Crash it, it, it can, Ben, and, and it's a fair question. I mean, but I think the game has moved past that a little bit. I remember Warwick Kappa, when he came up to play for the Brisbane Lions, he said he would, uh, Bears rather, he would occasionally be sledged by teammates who deliberate, who fed him deliberately dodgy ball and then would give him a bit of a serve. So, but I think in the era of full-time professionalism, that sort of sentiment is less and less now. And, and because if you're committed to the team winning, you've got to get over that. Of course, it bubbles beneath the surface. I know in basketball, Andrew Bogut says in American basketball, when he played, every player is like an individual company. He said they don't have team dinners. Some players can sit on the bench and almost hope someone gets injured, so they get more time game, more game time. So, there, it will. You'll never stop jealousy in professional sport. But I think Ben. A lot of the players know what their teammates are on anyway. The public mightn't, but a lot of the managers talk, and and I reckon players have got a fair idea anyway. Crash Craddock, my guest this morning from the Courier-Mail. They are the publishers of The Rich List, the top 100, rich100.com.au. Crash, let's break down some numbers. Five of the top ten in the NRL are halfbacks. David Fafita is the only player in the top ten not part of the spine. That's telling, isn't yes. it? Oh, it, it is. But there's only 10 halfbacks in the list in the whole hundred. And the good ones are right at the top. And 
Ben, that says to me that there's a lot of stabbing in the dark as far as halfback's concerned. If there's a general lack of creativity in young players now, as the game tries to play the Melbourne Storm way of robotic rugby league and structured rugby league, like I wonder what Alan Langer would, would how he would play if he came back to the game now. The ultimate master of improvisation. The guy that would run to the line not knowing whether he'd 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 chip kick, he'd grubber or he'd pass, you know. Are we like, seeing that now in Cameron Munster? That... I think that's how Munster yeah. plays, isn't it? It, it? it is, but there's very few of them. Most mm. of them now are structured players. And I think Ben it, it traces all the way back to even in the schoolroom now, as Darren Locke you said, kids have been taught to prepare for exams and what works in exams, as opposed to being, you know, the brilliantly creative and ad hoc yeah. and ad-libbing can, is also drummed out of them in the classroom. So, but I, I do think if you're a young player now and you're a creative, quick-thinking halfback, the world is your oyster, honestly. We've seen Chad Townsend be reinvented at the Cowboys, you know, and, and they're just gold. A, a good young halfback is, is, is gold. Final one, Crash, before, times beats us, before time beats us. Do, do they... Do they spend their money wisely? I know you've got a pub test or maybe a car park test when it comes to players and actually spend their, their money. It was told wisely. to us by a coach, Ben, and I want to bounce this off you, see whether you think it's true or false, and I'll bounce it off the listeners if you think it's true or false. Yeah. If you want to see, a pl- to know whether a player is living within his means, see what car he arrives at at training. And if he's a low-level player and he arrives in a, in a Holden Barina, you're saying, good lad, you're spending wisely. <laughs> but if he's only on a couple of hundred and he arrives with the flashy BMW with all the trimmings, uh-oh. <laughs> and conversely, Ben, if you've got a million-dollar man arrives and he, and he ducks in in a little Suzuki Swift, is he being too frugal? That's <laughs> <laughs> very true. The car, the car park test. Don't, don't worry about the pub test. The car park test. Crash, it is always good to chat to you. We should do it more often. Um, we will keep delving into this uh, Rich 100 list and, of course, we can catch it. Rich100.com.au if you missed it over the weekend. Crash, good talking to you. We'll do it again soon. Thanks, Ben. And don't, if you think they're being overpaid, never forget this. If you combined every salary of every rugby league player in the competition next year and threw it in a bucket, that's what Cam Smith gets for signing his name to join Greg Norman if he's done it. $140 million. He's doing all right. Thanks, Ben. See you, see you soon. <laughs> Crash, what a point. How good is that? That's right. Cameron Smith could buy the NRL. We're talking Cameron Smith, the golfer. Cameron, Cameron Smith, the league player, could probably... Wow. Yeah. Well, I don't know his contract here at SEM, but I'm sure. I'm sure... <laughs> I'm sure it's not bad. Uh, listen, last word on this one too as we creep up to uh, 16 away from 11. I'm a big believer of what you're worth is what someone is willing to pay for you. It's a bit like your house. You think your house might be worth something, but it's really what only someone is willing to pay. It's the struggling clubs that meet the market or, in fact, set the market because they're the ones who have to pay overs for players to attract them. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening. You can catch the show live on air on your app or online. It's 693 SCNQ every Monday morning from 9. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.